Like, I keep my house clean. Don't get me wrong. Laundry, I hate Lou and laundry. So I will literally throw a load in, your mom. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the All-American Savage Show podcast with your host, John Burke and his far more attractive co-host, me. Now, let's get into it. That's what your mom said. gentlemen welcome back to the all-american savage show podcast i am your host john burke with my beautiful bearded heterosexual jewish life partner josh over there operating those controls like a doj spy sitting in the van outside of gavin (laughs) mcginnis's house right now ready to pounce ready to pounce oh my goodness oh my god it is monday it's monday we're back new week a lot of news um bro not looking good for the eu not looking good for the EU at all. Uh, I was scrolling my Twitter. Uh, well, for, before we get into that. Is that what you kids are calling it nowadays? <laughs> <laughs> that or TikTok. Oh, my God. Well, number one, thanks for tuning into the last episode where Josh and I did it baked out of our heads. What do we think, chat? Did we like that? Did we, uh, did we, did we enjoy that? Did people appreciate that? I'm not going to lie. That was fun to do. Hmm. It was fun to do, and I felt insanely guilty because it's <laughs> yeah. like being high during the workday doing a podcast like that just it feels wrong but yeah. oh it felt so right i don't know if it was fun for anybody else it was fun for That's us like i thought like i couldn't stop laughing we had some because i went back and i listened to it we had some pretty good ideas i mean political gladiators i mean come on now that'd be that'd be great that'd be great <laughs> i think we i think you're on to something yeah. everybody could be right. I think you're on to something well hey if you're watching this on facebook twitch or youtube do me a favor hit that share button to help us grow this channel grow this podcast we appreciate that um hey for those that don't know valor episode two dropped on soundcloud it is now available on google Podcasts. still waiting to get approved on itunes but valor episode two is now live um SoundCloud primarily, and the episode title is The Man Who Killed a General. If you haven't listened to it, it's a really great episode. I enjoyed doing it. Uh, I got a lot of great feedback on social media. A couple of my friends actually DM me saying, uh, one, one, fr- one friend of mine, she was like, my husband and I sat out back uh, Friday or Saturday and had a little fire going, and we listened to that podcast. I said it was just really relaxing. It was chill. I was like, that's, that's awesome to hear. Mm-hmm. It's awesome to hear stuff like that. So, again, you can um, you can check that out. Again, it's the Valor Podcast. And don't forget, we're also streaming on Rumble. Uh, but how was your weekend? It was good. It's good? Pretty standard. Chill. Just living the dream, buddy. Living the dream. Nothing special about mine either. Chill podcast. Or, oh, chill, Jesus. Chill podcast. Chill, chill weekend. <laughs> relaxed. Uh, I, uh, okay, this is going to make me sound incredibly douchey, but uh, let me explain. Let me explain first and foremost why I did this, okay? I hired a housekeeper. 
Okay. That sounds douchey. I know. I don't care. Here's the thing. She, I've hired her to come in once a month and deep clean the house. And she was only charging me 120 bucks. I was like, yes, absolutely. She cleans the basement. It's her and her crew. Yeah. Um, you, you know, your brother does the same thing. Mm-hmm. She cleans the baseboards. Yeah. Uh, like she doesn't do laundry because that's what I need help doing. I didn't even realize I had a laundry room floor. Like I'm not ashamed <laughs> to admit this. This sounds so ridiculous. I, as a former drill sergeant and army guy, you would think that I'm sitting there making my bed like hospital court. Like, no, you know, you would think so. Nope. And that's where people get it wrong. It's the opposite because we did it for so long. Yeah. Like, and maybe maybe I'm wrong on this because I remember my grandfather was a World War II veteran, Silver Star recipient, fought in World War II uh, all over the place. Um, to the day he died, he was up at 4.30 in the morning every day. Hmm. And people respect us like, yeah, he was in the Army. My generation's like, I don't get up till the crack of noon. Why? Because I did it at 4.30 <laughs> for 13 freaking years. I'm not doing that again. So there's there's a difference there. I get that. But again, to my original point, you would think I'd be like dress right, dress no. Like I keep my house clean. Don't get me wrong. Laundry, I hate Lou and laundry. So I will literally throw a load in your mom. (laughs) (laughs) I will throw a load in, put it in the dryer, and then immediately put it in the hamper right there in the clean laundry hamper. And I will just go in there every day, grab a shirt, grab my gym shit, and be done. I don't fold it. I'm horrible about that, and I don't care. Because I don't, now my nicer stuff, yes, I hang it, my suits, my dress shirts, yes. Yeah, but if it's like my jeans and my t-shirts to come for here, like, no, absolutely. Because I don't give a fuck about you. I'm not trying to impress you. I've already fucked you, so we're good. Yeah. I'm not trying to do any of that. But am I the only one that does that? Well, yeah. you, you, you know, you have, a, you have a family. That's different. You got to set a standard, you know. Yeah, you know, it's... It really is. You got to do laundry. You got to cook. You got to yeah. clean. You got to pick up after the kid. Like our, like man, these toys, <laughs> they're everywhere. <laughs> I just, I don't. But yeah. So I hired her. She doesn't do laundry, but bro, she came in and for six hours she cleaned for one hundred twenty bucks. One hundred twenty bucks for Jesus. six hours. That's like a dollar I, I an hour. I actually paid her two hundred because I was like, hey, you did an amazing job. Well, you got and a re- tip. Well, not just that. It's that I want her to remember that I paid over what she was asking, so that way she'll make sure to pay special attention. Like when I ask, like, hey, are you free this date? She'll make me a priority because you yeah. pay more. It's the same in any restaurant you go to. This is the same thing. When I see people in the chat, there seems like there's a lot of veterans that are saying the exact same thing. It's like, yeah, bro, I do the same thing. Good. Now I don't feel bad. Like I, I didn't at first. Um, and my girlfriend was kind of like, you leave your stuff on the floor? It's like, I didn't even know you had a laundry room floor. It's like, <laughs> yeah, but now you're doing laundry at my house too. And guess where your shit's going? On the floor. <laughs> I'm just saying. But no, it's like. Any Mexican restaurant I go to, or there's one Mexican restaurant I go to that's close to my house, I always make sure, like, even if it's, like, a $30 meal, I'm living, I'm leaving, like, at least a $30 tip. And the reason for that is not to be douchey. It's that every time I go in there, they know automatically they come right to me, and they know I want, they know what my drink order is, and they, as soon as I come in, they don't even come to me. They just bring it to me. And I love that. Yeah. I don't mind tipping for that, that you get better service, mm-hmm. way better service. Now, granted, you know. You can't be like that everywhere you go. There are some, like, I definitely don't do that Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. Yeah. <laughs> I leave good tips, but not that good. Um, you, know, I, I, you know, I think, didn't tips used to be like 10%? 15. And is it 15? I thought it was 10. No, I've always tipped 15, I've, then 18, and now yeah. it's like 18 to okay. 25%. Now, I'm like, g- I got a bone to pick here, and I'm going to piss a lot of people off, but this is something that needs to be addressed. Why are we tipping people for just doing their job? And I'm t- what I'm talking about is being a cashier. Oh, I know, like Smoothie King. I'm yeah. like, what is Smoothie King? Or Why am Starbucks I tipping have... you for just ringing me up? Yeah. You didn't do anything extra. Nor- you're not a waitress. 
Like they, and here's the thing: I don't even think that waitresses should get paid that. They should be paid, get paid normal prices and make tips. Mm-hmm. That seems fair to me. But I get the same token of your tippage depends on your service. I get that. Mm-hmm. But at the same token, we tip for everything, and it's gotten insane. It's gotten stupid. Like, I, and the thing is, I kind of feel bad, and I gotta stop doing that. Like, I'll go to a grocery store sometimes. Now, I'm being facetious here, but even a grocery store, I was like, hey, you know, I ring out your groceries. It's like, yeah, but you get paid to do that. What's the tip for? Like, this, this is what I don't get. Like, America has become a, a very tip-based country, and we need to stop it. Tips should go to those that get paid way less because their service depends on the tip amount. I understand that. Mm-hmm. But if you're already making minimum wage or above for your job, and your job does not require you to do anything outside that scope, and it's not dependent upon how you treat someone, then why am I tipping you? Again, if you're a cashier at Starbucks, and you're not even the one making my coffee, why the fuck am I tipping you? That doesn't make sense. And the other part of it is, if you're a barista, and you're getting paid regularly anyway, why am I tipping there? Yeah, I'm not tipping at Starbucks or Smoothie King or those See, places. I do. I kind of leave yeah. like a dollar or two dollars. Mm. And then they hit you. Like, I, I, hate, I hate going to PetSmart. Because I'll go in there, and I'll go to checkout, and I'm buying Athena's food. I, I buy her a toy or something like that. Would you like to send, spend $5 and save a pet? And it's like, you feel guilty. It's like, well, of course I want to do that. But at the same time, it's like, wait, where, where's this money going? Yeah, I don't know where it's going. I don't know where it's And it's like, no. And then you feel bad. It's like, you motherfuckers, you know what you're doing. You know what you're doing. Just say not today. Mm. It's just we ridiculous. got hit with the Cub Scouts trying to get me to buy some popcorn. Oh, those people are evil. But the problem is like, eh, their stuff's today, good. Guys. No, their stuff's good. You're not a big popcorn the fan. Thin mints. I'm talking about the cookies. The, you're talking. You're thinking Girl Scouts. Oh yeah, those. Oh man, those. Even cookies, still, like, like uh. those cookies are amazing. Oh, and you freeze them. The thin mints that you freeze, and everybody I know, is, dude, I'm gonna hear it in the comments. Oh, it's the Samoas or the Momoa, whatever they're Jason Momoa cookies. I don't know the Samoans <laughs> or whatever they're called. I forget what it is. But the, the coconut and they taste horrible. But everybody rants and raves about. It. It's like no, the thin mints are where it's at. The thin mints are where it's at. They're all good. They're no, they're not. No, they're not. No. I like to take them and uh, put them in a spoon, and then I'll light it on fire and then melt it down. <laughs> I get one of those needles and suck it up. Oh my god! <laughs> and you know, somebody made a good Give point. Give me a nice rubber band, the, put it around my. <laughs> somebody made a good point in the YouTube chat. It's like I'd be very interested. It's like when PetSmart hits me with that. It's like, hey, what are you donating as an organization? Why are you relying upon me? I'm promoting your business. Or I'm supporting your business. What are you doing? That's what I wonder too. It's like I mean, you can take this out of the profits I just paid into this thing that you probably marked up at least sixty percent. So you can take some of that profit if you give a fuck so much and donate it to that cause. And that's a good point. I never thought about that. We're getting we're getting milked left and right, and not in a good way. You know those people at the cash register, they don't care. Yeah. I'm just saying. They just I'm have just to saying. ask, I'm sure. Yeah, but you're not gonna hurt their feelings. No, and half I mean it's like a teenager. They don't like, know what the fuck's what going the? on. What are you what are you talking what about? What do you sir? mean you're not gonna do you want animals to die? Exactly. It's like scumbag. Uh, really? So you could adopt all the I don't give a fuck about them. Like, what do you want me to do? I'll be honest with you. And that's what I hate about people. It's like they don't want to have that honest conversation. It's like, hey, can we just admit that the world's responsibilities are not ours? So if there's a bunch of stray dogs in Africa, I really don't give a shit. It's not my problem. Sorry. I've got enough problems to deal with. So that's just the way it goes. Solving the hunger issue. <laughs> Eat the dogs. Eat the dogs. <laughs> That's what we need to do. We need to get these organizations cross-talking. Yeah. Say, hey, feed a starving child in Africa. Hey, y'all need to go talk to PetSmart because apparently there's a lot of starving dogs over there. Yeah. Feed them the dogs. Mm-hmm. And then problem solved. Boom. You get rid of the stray dogs and you free the starving kids. I mean, bro. Win-win. Win-win. I should run for office in Africa. There you go. There you go. Oh, my God. But, yeah, she cleaned the house. She did an amazing job. Oh, and it smells so good. 
smells she's so fabuloso. good. Oh, she's fabulous, and she's Mexican. Yeah, no, I mean it's the cleaner. That's my favorite. That it's got the. I don't even know what that. No, but she's like she's full blown Mexican because oh. I I would sit there, I was in and out <laughs> getting my haircut and stuff, and I'd hear her speaking Spanish to Athena. Because she loves Athena. She's like, oh, her eyes are so beautiful. And then she'd be like, oh, just speaking Spanish to her. And Athena's just loving it. And I'm sitting there and I'm just like, huh. She does 120 bucks. 120 bucks. Like, that's incredible. And the thing is, like, she's she is drastically undercharging. Really? It's like, lady, you could charge way more. You should be charging way more. Now, I get that you want to undercut your competition, mm-hmm. but you don't want to make it so cheap that people think you have a shitty product. Yeah. That's what we do for Shell Shock. Like, we wanted to bring our margins way down, but not to the point where it's like, okay, this must be a shit product because you get what you pay for. So, with her, it was just, it was incredible. Dude, she cleaned everything. Like, move the dressers out, clean behind the dressers, pick the shit up off the dresser, wipe the dresser down. I was like, Jesus. Like, that's a normal cleaning. She was. Is that what that is? Yeah. Just, <laughs> I wouldn't know. I never do it. Wipe it <laughs> it's dust. Wipe the dresser <laughs> off. If there's dust on, that's all you're getting from me. I just blow on she it. put the vacuum cleaner on the carpet. I was like, what the heck? <laughs> what the, is that what that's for? Shit. I've been doing it wrong this entire time. So, <laughs> yeah. And then she saw Daisy, my ferret, and she was like, I put, Daisy's got such a crazy personality. Daisy will chase you, and she loves uh, doing that. Yeah, she loves chasing and playing hide and seek. Like, oh, my God. She drugged my girlfriend's scrubs under the dresser. Her scrub bottoms. We couldn't find them for a week. And I was under there cleaning. And I looked. And I was like, son of a bitch. How did... These things are bigger than she is. How did she get them under there? She drags... She drug my iPod or my my uh, earphones. My iPhones, whatever they're called. Or the, the AirPods. Yeah. She drug them. She has a spot under the dryer. The pull-out drawer. Because I have one of the dryers that has the drawers under it. She drug it in there. So it was like a month I'm missing these motherfuckers. And I looked at track and it says, <laughs> it's in the house. I'm like, what the fuck? And then I finally pull out the drawer one. It's like, son of a bitch. There was like all kinds of shit in there. So, yeah, that was interesting. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, she did an amazing job. The house is spotless. I told her, it's like, hey, two weeks, come back. I'll pay you again. I'm all about it. I'll pay. I'll I'll do it again. Like, absolutely. She's incredible. Like, her and her helper, they killed. Oh, she washed the shower door, got rid of all the, uh, what's that called? Where it's dry. Yeah, that too. Um... Uh, the the shower scum or whatever, but it like coats your shower door. <laughs> You're making me sound like a real pervert over there, even though I am. I'm not that dirty. I'm not that dirty. Good Lord. <laughs> she cleaned all that. Um, oh, John, I'm sorry. I broke your sock. Oh, son of a Snapped bitch. right in half. Mildew? I, is, that, is that really mildew? I don't know what it is. Wait, Shatona says, I knew one girl who made $700 in eight hours. Fuck, she must be amazing. $700 and it did, was it like a company or was it her by herself? There's no way she did that by herself. Better she's cleaning some rich people. Soap scum. Thank you. It's called DNA. <laughs> it's called DNA. <laughs> I can impregnate an entire village with all the shit that I have. No, I'm just playing. Zinc shot states. <laughs> you can tell who the veterans of the chat are. Oh my God. But that was this weekend. And then tango class. Um, did that for four hours. My feet were killing me, which shout out to our Shell Shock product. As you know, ladies and gentlemen, we are sponsored by Shell Shock CBD. Um, you know, that's our company. The uh, the Topical Thunder, bro, rubbed it all over my feet, felt within 10 minutes the pain was gone. Love it. Tell you, that stuff is amazing. It is amazing. Look, if you've got somebody up there that maybe has muscle aches and pains, arthritis, go read our Google reviews. Don't take my word for mm-hmm. it. And you, as those people know... It's, is it Google reviews that we can't manipulate? Yeah. Yeah, we can't manipulate that. What they post is what they post. You right. can go see it. You can go see it for yourself and read those reviews, folks. There's a couple haters on there that... Oh, absolutely, because they know the podcast. One-star us, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because like, 
you see why. It's just like, ooh, fucking hate John Burke. It's like, well, thank you for putting that in there because now people see that you're just biased. You don't give a shit about the products, but... We actually have a lot of great reviews. And if you want yeah. to do us a favor, go leave us some great reviews on Google for the, the Shell Shock. We really appreciate that. Um, yeah, so it's incredible. We've had so many people try it for arthritis, delayed onset muscle soreness, all kinds of stuff. It's CBD and menthol. Mm -hmm. It's not going to leave you smelling like you got gang-banged by a carton of cigarettes or menthol cigarettes. <laughs> it's you, you smell the menthol. But for those that don't know, menthol has been used for, since the beginning of time it's good. to help with uh, skin irritation. It opens up the pores. And the CBD just goes in and just does wonders. So give it a shot. Again, code Burke will save you 10%. Give it a go. And if you like it, that's awesome. And if not, hey, you tried it. But again, I want, your, I want you to be a customer for life. And that's why we put our full support behind these products. And don't forget, all of our gummies come, back, come with a money-back guarantee. Yeah, we, uh, I'm excited about our new 50-milligram uh, Delta no. 8 gummies. People ain't going to be able to handle that. Just uh, same as the... Um, <sighs> Great dark matter. Yep. But just gummy form. Dark matter gummies. Oh, man. These things are 50 so milligrams of pop. 50 milligrams. Whew. They're good. That's going to be rough. They look good, too, man. They're they going to put them on good. the moon. They look good. Oh, yeah. They're going to put them on the moon. Right. But, but yeah, that was this weekend. Um, what do we got coming up? We got the tattoo cream, CBD tattoo cream coming out very soon. We're working on that. It's going to help restore mm -hmm. the tattoos. It's great. For those that don't know, Go look it up on your own just so you can see for yourself uh, what CBD does for skin. It's wonderful for eczema. Go check it out. No, it does not cure cancer. Go look up the studies for yourself. Don't take my word for it. And if you look it up and you see it, you believe it, give us a shot. We got the um, tattoo gummy or tattoo gummies. <laughs> Eat a gummy, get a tattoo. Well, you'll get so high you'll want to get a tattoo. But uh, no, we have the tattoo cream coming and then we got the 50 milligram gummies coming. Mm -hmm. And we got a special John Ross product coming out. Yeah. That's a Shell Shock product. That should be fun. So, But all right. It's all good stuff. It's all great stuff. And we appreciate your support over there. And uh, yeah. Okay. Well, did you find that clip of Trump? Yeah. Okay. Trump's, uh, Trump's going to play. Josh's going to play a clip of when Trump was talking to the, I think it was the German chancellor. Who it was? Is that the uh, UN? The UN. Okay, yeah. And Trump is basically telling them to get off of. And this is back in 2018, 2019. Uh, I think it was 2018. And in this clip, you can see them clearly laughing at Trump. But listen to what Trump has to say. Germany will become totally dependent on Russian energy if it does not immediately change course. Here in the Western Hemisphere. We are committed to maintaining our independence from the encroachment of expansionist foreign powers. It has been the formal policy of our country since President Monroe. And you can see them laughing at Trump while he's saying this. Mm -hmm. Now, breaking news was not breaking, but this just launched. <laughs> Look at this this article right here coming from CNN Business. European power prices shatter records as energy crisis intensifies. Um, power prices in Europe continue to smash records, intensifying the region's energy crisis and fanning fears about access to electricity and heating as the weather begins to cool. Ladies and gentlemen, listen to this. Now, here's the thing. I, I don't know how this is going to affect the U.S. economy. It does have me a little worried here. But... German power prices for next year, which are considered Europe's benchmark, briefly jumped above 1,000 per megawatt on Monday before falling back down to 840 euro, 839.69 per megawatt hour. 
This is not normal at all. It is incredibly volatile, said Fabian Ronigen, a senior analyst at Reistad Energy. These prices are reaching levels now that we thought we would never see. Prices have jumped since Russia's Gazprom announced that it would shut down the Nord Stream 1 gas pipeline for three days starting Wednesday to perform maintenance work, reuniting fears that Moscow could completely shut off gas to Europe, which is racing to stockpile supplies ahead of winter. You know for a fact... You know for a fact Russia's not shutting down for maintenance. Russia's shutting down for three days to send a fucking warning. That's what they're doing. Guarantee you that. And it's got, look what, in three days, what it did to the prices. Holy cow. Grizzly in chat on Twitch says he's paying over 200 bucks for electricity. I've never paid the dude. I'm a dear bro. 350. 350 here. 350 bucks. And I don't, dude, I don't even touch my stuff. My house stays about a, like a 70, 69, lights are off, don't have a lot, I'm not pulling a lot, and 350 bucks. What the hell? What the hell? I'm at a loss. Now, you know, again, everything in this world affects something in a different part. So what's going on with these power prices over in Germany? I don't know how that's going to affect America. I don't know how it's, if it's connected somehow. Has me a little nervous. Um, when the crucial pipeline went offline for repairs for 10 days in July, many policymakers feared it wouldn't come back. When Russia did restart operations, flows were significantly reduced. Jesus. France's nuclear sector, which provides about 70% of the country's electricity, is also struggling with lower output, pushing up the country's energy prices. The Czech Republic announced Monday that it would convene an emergency meeting of Europe's energy ministers in Brussels next week as the region hunts for solutions. Here's the problem. Trump warned them. And Trump shouldn't have had to. You should have known better. Don't become reliant on Russia yeah. or China. Because when you give them the monopoly, and this is the thing that just blows my mind about American government. When you see what Russia's done, when they have a monopoly on certain, certain exports, and therefore they can control the flow, ergo control the price, why are we allowing the same thing in America with energy companies? Mm -hmm. Why are we allowing the same thing with internet companies? Where I was at in downtown Dallas when I lived down there, there was only one internet company that would service that area because they got that city contract. Mm -hmm. How is that legal? How is it even legal? Yeah, it doesn't seem quite fair. And all they could do, or all you could do, is either you have internet or you don't. And you got to pay their prices. What's going to keep them from jacking their stuff way up? Oh, yeah. Unless the city says, hey, in your contract, this is where you peak. You can't charge any more than this. Should the city be able to Hell no. tell them what their cost is? They shouldn't there have shouldn't the right be to, yeah. any sort of restriction on like nope. who can sell to who I or agree. where. I, I think agree. it just comes down to who has the uh, equipment on the ground that can provide that service. I feel that's completely fair. Yeah. I feel like that is completely fair because, again, when you give one company the monopoly, bro, they got you by the short hairs. They can do whatever yeah. they want. What are you going to do? And the fact that these employees support this, these city employees support this and mm -hmm. allow this, it only tells me they're getting kickbacks. Oh, yeah. It, it only tells me they're getting kickbacks. There's getting, no doubt in my mind that yeah. these government officials, I don't, oh, yeah. workers, get kickbacks on the regular. Come to find out, the company was partially owned by Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> yeah, Seriously, man, look at that shit. Look it's at her ridiculous. husband getting off. Well, businesses are concerned that they may have to periodically halt operations over the winter if power is in short supply, while households could struggle to pay soaring heating bills. Now... For those of you listening that you've never been to Germany, I'm not trying to insult your intelligence here. It gets insanely cold over there in the winter. Like I was stationed there for three years. I'll put it this way. There was a place in Germany when I got stationed there in 2000, end of 2001, beginning of 2002, it was in Baumholder, Germany. Um, 
And it's before the war kicked off in 2003 in Iraq. I think I told this story before. And there was a place we would train in Germany called Hohensfeld. Hohensfeld, um, basically, think of it like this big, just open area, hundreds of miles of woodlands, terrain. That's where we'd go train at in Germany. Well, it's all beautiful, but when you bring the Bradleys and the tanks in, in the wintertime, it would rain a lot. And what happens to the ground? It gets muddy. It turns into muck. You're sleeping in mud. Once your boots get wet, they're not getting dry, and you got to worry about frostbite. It's, mm-hmm. it's really bad. When the war kicked off, we did one rotation in Hollensfeld. You do 30 days in the box. So that means you're going into the training area, and you're training for 30 days. And it sucks ass. It is miserable. I'm telling you, that is the, that is the worst I had in the Army, and I would never do it again. It was that bad. Mm. We went into the invasion of Iraq for 17 months, our first, yeah, 17 months, our first tour. Guys that were stationed with me that didn't go to Hohensfeld because they hadn't been there yet, but they got there right before the push to Iraq. This is our first combat tour. When we, come, when we came back, they were still called cherries because they hadn't done a rotation in Hohensfeld. They went to fucking war, ladies and gentlemen. But being that they hadn't done their 30 days in Hohensfeld, you were still a cherry. It was that bad. That place will make or break, motherfuckers. Now... As cold as that was, I can only imagine what it's like for Germans over there in the dead of winter, covered in snow, no energy. Now you're going back to where they're having to buy, because guess what the prices of wood are going to do? They're going to go through the roof. Because everybody's going to be relying on wood, coal, natural heating elements. That's where they go to. Hmm. Oh, man. It's miserable over there. If you've ever been stationed in Germany, you ever been to Germany in the winter? Don't. (laughs) Don't. It is brutal. Maybe <sighs> spring. It is not not cool. Um, all right, so the Trump FBI raid. Everybody's still talking about that. You know, um, they came out with the affidavit. It's a pretty big deal. It's all yeah, kind of. <laughs> uh, the affidavit they finally released was so redacted. It was like this is nothing. Like they've given us nothing. It's like, hey, we released this. It's like, no, you gave us nothing. Is what you did. I know. It's like it's the first page was just like, yeah. uh, <laughs> we think that Trump is a terrible guy. Pretty much. Um, yeah, we're pretty sure he's got some illegal stuff. I don't know. We'll keep poking around, yeah. and uh, we're gonna have to redact the rest of the stuff. Out. And liberals were celebrating. And there was much celebration. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's like, like a money one word. Up. Like, furthermore. Redact, 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 right? <laughs> Uh, the DOJ or Justice Department tells judge it already reviewed Trump's documents. The DOG, DOJ said their team went through the materials before the court called for an independent special master. What the fuck? The Justice Department announced in a court filing Monday that they already reviewed documents seized from former President Donald Trump at Mar-a-Lago and that they identified a limited set of documents that could include information protected by attorney-client privilege. The DOJ said they would provide more information in a separate filing, but said that prior to the court issuing a preliminary order to appoint a special master to go through the documents, a privilege review team went through the documents. A special master is an independent court-appointed individual who in this case will be placed in charge of reviewing documents. A privilege review team consists of a federal of uh, federal personnel not involved with the investigation itself whose role is to sift out privileged information. That's basically saying, hey, the government's going to investigate itself. I'm like, okay. I know. Like, sure. Who yeah. thinks that's a good idea? Liberals? The government. <laughs> yeah, and the liberals are all on board for this. Uh, they really if it, are. Yeah, like, if it's anything to get Trump in trouble, absolutely. They're not going to give a fuck about justice. Yeah, if the Republicans came like, yeah, you know, we're doing an internal investigation. I'm like, well, yeah, how's that going to work? I mean, liberals would feel the exact same way if Republicans were in charge doing the investigating yeah, wh- themselves. Yeah, yeah, what business would you go to where your employee would give you, yeah. you know, their, their own grade on how they're doing? Yep, exactly. 
It's funny. But uh, the privilege review team identified a limited set of materials that potentially contain attorney-client privileged information, completed its review of those materials, and is in the process of following the procedure set forth in paragraph 84 of the search warrant affidavit to address potential privilege disputes, if any. The DOJ filing said those procedures included asking the court to make a determination on potentially privileged material, asking Trump's team if they are asserting privilege or action on its own, and keeping the material away from investigators. The DOJ also said they and the officer of the Director of National Intelligence are currently facilitating a classification review of materials recovered pursuant to the search, and that ODNI is also leading an intelligence community assessment of the potential risk of national security that result from the disclosure of these materials. Um, On Saturday, Judge Aileen M. Cannon of the Southern District of Florida announced her preliminary intent to appoint a special master to go through the documents the FBI seized in their raid of Trump's home at Mar-a-Lago earlier this month. This came after Trump's team requested an independent appointee citing exceptional circumstances, which valid. Mm -hmm. I can see that. When you don't trust the DOJ, it's like, I get that. That makes sense to me. Uh, Trump's team argued that the government decision to conduct the raid months before November's midterm elections involved political calculations aimed at diminishing the leading voice of the Republican Party, President Trump, and I fully agree with that. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not hard to say. I mean, Helen Keller could see that one coming. That's true right there. Yeah. It's just, it's just crazy to me now. And, you know, the thing that really blows my mind about how, um, how sad this is, is that people on the left, we have so much political divide. And Joe Biden is not uniting the, he's not uniting this country. He not, said he not is. Not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. You're making it worse. And we all, and here's the thing. We all knew he would. Let's not even sit here and like yeah, pretend like we're shocked. No. But the fact that he believed his own lie about that. Um, Kamala Harris, matter of fact, well, actually, let me finish this one. Um, Kamala Harris has done an interview. She did an interview with a reporter. I think we're five or six days now. The White House has given no information on who's footing the bill for the student loan forgiveness. They're still not answering that question. We know what the answer is. But th- that's the thing is we want them to admit that. Right. Like we want them. That's what the press wants. They want them to say who's doing this. It's like, well, because we're raising taxes. Um, Kamala conducts this interview on Twitter. It was posted on Twitter. Let me see if I can still find it. Shit. I can't. Um, yeah. She basically does this interview. And it was like a 20-second little brief clip. And they said, hey, will the White House answer who is responsible for funding these student loan forgiveness? And she goes, well, let me first answer it this way. And I'm paraphrasing. Um, What we're doing essentially is helping out families or helping out individuals that couldn't afford to have a family, that couldn't afford to buy a house by forgiving this debt so they can afford to buy other things. And basically, our previous administration uh, didn't allow for this because he supported the rich. It's like, you didn't answer the question. You did not answer the question. Mm. And here's the other thing. Let's say you forgive that debt, okay? Let's say it actually does go through. You still can't afford a family because of inflation yeah. and a house. I was with some friends this weekend, and we were talking about the cost of housing market right now. Uh, dude, it's insane. Oh, it's, it's freaking insane. It's really upsetting. It's bad. Yeah. So it's like, okay, let's say you forgive 10000 in debt. And these most people, you figure $10,000 loan, you're probably making $200, $250 payments, probably less than that, maybe one, one fifty mm-hmm. per month for a couple of years. What's your interest rate on that? I'm pretty sure, does the government have that? I'm pretty sure they do. It's going to be, yeah. It's going to be nuts. At least over 5% at this point. It has to be. But I think that's what the housing market is right now. But let's say they forgive that. Okay, so you just saved 100, 150 bucks. Is that going to be enough for you to start a family on? If you think it is, you're stupid. You you really are stupid. Is it enough for you to buy a house and you just pocket an extra 150, 200 bucks? You're stupid. No, you can't. Unless you're living in the ghetto. Not going to happen. 
Not going to happen. Kamala Harris deflected and created this false idea of saying, well, this is the good it's going to do. All, here's the thing. This is not enough money to pocket that you're going to be able to go and do something that's going to be more productive. Like, how is your money going to make you more money? You're going to mm-hmm. start a side business? Probably not. You're not going to be able to afford that. You're not saving them that much money. $10,000 sounds like a lot of money, lump sum, but it's not. Well, clearly you're not good <clears> with money anyway if you can't pay off your debt. I wouldn't even say. I mean, yes, I would. I, mean, I would yes say that no. right now. That if you can't pay off your own debt, then yeah. you're not good with money. True. Well, Just like the government. Look at the government. The government takes in a ton of money. Yeah. And they add to our deficit and they don't fix any problems. I'm not trying to classify it in that way. I'm saying more so in the line of it's not somebody else's responsibility to pay off your debt. Well, there's that too. Yeah. That's what my problem is. And the thing that I absolutely love about this is that liberals will sit there. And I'm sure there's probably a lot of Republicans that are in favor of doing this, too, because who doesn't want that shit forgiven? Mm -hmm. And I hate to say this, but some people actually had some really good points in favor of this. I was reading on Twitter. And again, Twitter's cancer. Stay off of Twitter unless you're following me because I'm just fucking amazing. Sergeant Savage over on Twitter. (laughs) Um, There was this one leftist person. She was tweeting. I was like, well, the government bails out the banks and the airlines. Why not us? And I'm like, I I don't agree with that either. But I was like, you got a point. I don't agree with any of it. Well, I don't agree yeah, with government it's, it's, handing out any loans yeah. because it's not their money. It's True. our money. And, the, and but the thing was, this was all caused by the government. It's all the caused by the government. caused this. Whatever they get their hands in. They into, had to bail out the airline up. industry because the airline industry is one of the biggest uh, employers of Americans. If that goes under, you've lost millions of jobs. But at the same token, if a business makes poor financial decisions, said yeah. business should be allowed to go under. That's their fault. I think capitalism will yeah. ultimately correct itself. I agree. I agree. So if the if airline... We, if, we made, if we made a stupid decision at Shell Shock and we invested right. poorly and our business is starting to go under, it's not the government's responsibility to come in and freaking save us. But now, apparently, if you employ a certain amount of people, now the government's like, well, we're going to save. It's like, that's not capitalism. No, it isn't. That's favoritism. That's yeah. absolutely... That's, that's corporatism. No, that's not right. And I hate that people would lose their jobs, but that's part of the system correcting itself. Now yeah. somebody else is going to step in, fill that role. Yeah. They're going to employ people, and they're probably going to make sound decisions and say, hey, we're not going to make the same mistake those guys did. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem there. But when the government comes in there and they, they stick their fingers in these pies, they keep fucking it up. Yeah, the only thing I could possibly think of that they would want to do this is because they're getting paid on the back end. I wouldn't doubt that. So they have these back yeah. end deals that... Benefit them. So uh, they're corrupt politicians. These politicians aren't good people. They're not, they don't have our best interests at all. They just don't. Not at all. And this is more proof that, you know, a small portion of people who want their debt paid off. Mm. uh, I mean, that MSN website did a poll and was like 68% of the people out of 229,000 weren't in favor of having student loan payments. Yeah, even Democrats aren't in favor of this. No, this it's is terrible because it's going to raise up everybody's taxes <clears> and it's just not good for a country right now, especially in a recession with no end in sight. No matter what yeah. the <clears throat> mainstream media is trying to tell everybody, it's not happening. I've been I've been seeing something about social media in general. Um, TikTok right now, if you're not on TikTok, good for you. Unless you're following me, Sergeant or John Burke <laughs> over there. I'm fucking amazing. All I post is John Ross stuff over there. Just to, I don't even read my comments. I just post it and I hope to piss off the I'm surprised I'm not banned on there yet. <clears throat> but um, apparently there's like a war of the sexes over there right now. And regardless of what the topic of discussion is, TikTok has created this idea. A friend of mine posted on her Instagram page this morning. It was some ugly feminist. Actually, no, she wasn't ugly. She was, uh, meh, she was doable. 
But she was just like talking about women's empowerment. And this, there's this clearly freaking effeminate dude talking about how scientists have now discovered a way for women to be fertilized without the men's seed. Therefore, they don't need men anymore. So what they're predicting is within a thousand years, men will go extinct. And everybody's like, see, so for the stronger sex, you're really not. And I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm watching this and I'm like, you know, I have so many things I could respond to on this about number one, how retarded they are for this. It's like, okay, really? You, the women are going to dig the ditches. The women are going to do the roads. The women are going to be in the electrical. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. You feminists, you're not going to do anything. I know. It's like, please, please scream at it. In this day of, ladies and gentlemen, you want to see how like empowered feminists really are and how empowered women really are when it comes to doing men's work and how they can do it. The next time you drove by, drive by a road construction crew, count on one hand, how many females you see out there. I, I challenge you. Any. I challenge you. These can, these steel workers, the next time you drive by a construction site, go count how many women you see actually doing manual labor jobs. You can count on one hand. Don't sit there and tell me that you are so, you know, actually, you know what? I'm going to stop because I'm not going into that. The point that I'm trying to make, though, is like, where are these battles coming from? This is not something that you just walk out your front door and see. These are issues that are created on TikTok. They are creating this divide between men and women. And it's just like everybody is shouting out into the internet ether, wanting to be heard, to put their input into it about a battle that they have created on a platform that doesn't exist in the real world. And I'm like, this is cancer. This is causing so much division, so much anger, so much animosity over what? I know. Influencers wanting to talk about how much, like Andrew Tate, apparently, I guess he did have an account over there, by the way. I got to fix myself on that. Uh, they banned him over there. But there's this other woman called Andrew something or Drew something, and she's like a man eater, whatever they call her. And I've, I've seen her stuff, and she's fat. She's not really attractive. And she trolls men. And now all these dudes are going after her, and she's just combating them. Yada, yada. She's got like 7 million followers. Um, but it's just like they're just clowning each other. Mm-hmm. It's one. It's the men clowning the women, women clowning the men, feminist, uh, misogynist, whatever you want to call it on each side. Going at it, I'm sitting here, it's like, what is the causation of this? Why, why are you doing this? What is the point of this? And so I, there was this one girl thing that popped up on my For You page today, and she was a feminist. She's like, well, I just want to talk about my female friend of color, and I want to talk about her perspective. Done. Done. Not. Well, I'm not watching that shit. I was like, I'm done. Mm-hmm. The moment you got to throw your race into it, I'm done. There I saw one video. Everybody was up in arms about a costume on a video game that uh, there somebody was streaming. It was like three or four dudes dressed all in white, I guess, to replicate the KKK that were killing black players or black NPCs in the game. And they're freaking out about this. I'm like, Jesus, you're creating racism yeah. in a video game. Are you kidding me? Like, Sounds like some... This is Teenage some, kids. This, yeah, this is some the, juvenile. And people take this so seriously. You know. you know what this is? You know what this represents? Yes, it's a video game. It's doesn't, it's not real. Is it fucked up? Yes. It's fucked up. Is it funny? Yes, it's funny. My God. Are they doing this in real life? No. Y'all need to calm the fuck down. Racism needs to be stamped out. And this is the problem that we have with our society. Mm -hmm. You're not going to stamp out racism. You're not going to stamp out misogynism. You're not going to stamp out feminism. You can't. Why? Because as long as ignorance exists in our society, those things will attach itself to that ignorance and will always exist. Racist parents breed racist children. It's proven. Culture is everything. How you raise those children are everything. But I just find it that... I'll put it this way, and then I want to move on. There was, I forget who I was watching, and this dude nailed it. He hit it out of the park. He talked about 
And man, it, it just really resonated with me. He, he talked about how when you pick up your phone, ladies and gentlemen, and you are basically opening up Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, specifically TikTok or whatever, the human mind is not made. We are not made to process that many emotions that quickly. Because he talks about how you can literally scroll for 20 minutes and experience a variety of various emotions. He's like, what is that doing to your psyche? Yeah. What is that doing to your mental status? He's like, this right here should never have been created. This is destroying us. And I kind of sat there and I thought about it. And so when I was going through TikTok, I was like, I'd see a funny video and then I'd see something that I'd start to get pissed off. I'm like, he's right. Because if I didn't look into this, Half of these problems that we think we have would not exist. We would not be as angry as we are. We would not be as politically divided as we are. Zuckerberg has created the matrix. It started with Facebook, and it's just gone from there. I'm telling you right now, this is destroying us as a civilization, not even as a country, as a civilization. Anything that man has created that could be good, that could be used for good, instantly, I shouldn't say instantly, but over time becomes demonic and is used for evil. Look what has been created on TikTok. Mm -hmm. Look what has been created on social media. Like I was sitting there on my Facebook page, you can follow me at John Burke, my private page, and I was sitting there and I was kind of like, man, I haven't posted in a while. I should probably post something. I was like, what am I gonna post that's not negative? And then I started thinking, it's like, that's because your brain, my brain, is functioned to think about political stuff. And the majority of political stuff is rooted in negativity. Mm -hmm. So it's like, fuck. Like, wow, that's the matrix. That's what I'm plugged into. That can't be good for me. That can't be good for anybody. And imagine if you're a young, impressionable teenager and you're sitting there scrolling through TikTok. I'm, ladies and gentlemen, I'm honestly scared. I'm scared for what our youth is going to become. This is not normal. Processing emotions at such a fast level within a span of 20 to 30 minutes. My God, like I'll take my toilet or I'll take my phone to the toilet and I'll be on TikTok for like 30 minutes and my butt cheeks are numb. <laughs> and I get done and I find myself in a shittier mood, no pun intended. And this is not normal. It's come to the point now where bro, it's like, I don't even wanna read the comments. I don't wanna look at this. I'll post my content and then shut it off. I'm telling you parents, get your kids off of the stuff. Yeah, I, I definitely don't think kids should be on Hell any no. of these social media platforms. And I think yeah. you have to go on to these sites with the expectation of this isn't the people that you're interacting with is probably more than likely just bots yeah. or some sort of AI. But I mean, yeah, I mean, then, think about think about this. Like say like you post it's more something. of just like a joke. Yeah. But so, think about I mean, but think about how some of these things can like uh, like for example, I was I was posting some tango pictures on my my other my John Burke official page. It's non political, it's just my stuff. And my coach is like, yeah, I was reading some of the comments. You got some douchebags that follow you. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, well, they'd make some really snide comments about your tanks. Like, why? Why wouldn't they support you? I was like, well, number one, that's the veteran community. We're, that's how we show support. It's like, mm -hmm. he's like, hey, you're a freaking douchebag. It's just the way we show love. I was like, but you're right, though. Like, instead of, like, positivity and inspiration and encouragement, it's not. But then again, a lot of that is what I've crafted out of a following. That's my own fault. But at the same token, he does make a point. He said you can go in there and read one comment that will stick in your craw and ruin your mood for however long. He's like, but if you didn't even do that, your mood would be fine. You'd be happy. And, you know, it gets to the point where I don't even want to do the podcast sometimes because it means I got to open up the news. I got to read this negative shit. It puts me in a bad fucking mood. Like, where's the positivity? Where's the positive news? Where's the good things? Because the human condition, Zuckerberg and the rest of these people, they know what they're doing. 
They know that we thrive on negativity. They know that we thrive on drama. That's why reality television is so big. The Kardashians make you feel good about your life because these people are weird. They're insane. They're nuts, but they're billionaires. But then you at home, you buy into this because why? It's entertaining because we have to plug into the matrix to get outside of our own lives because they're not boring. Do you know, ladies and gentlemen, I mean this in all sincerity and all humility. And I'm wanting people to understand where I'm coming from. When I started pursuing alternative hobbies, tango, fencing, other stuff, I became less involved in social media. I don't post nearly as much as I do anymore or used to. And I found myself to be a lot happier. Now, granted, what's on your timeline on your social media platforms is a lot of what you follow. So that's your own fault, realistically, and I will take full responsibility in that. But at the same token, when you unplug from that social media matrix, your life is going to get so much better, so much happier, because all the crap, all the horrible people that exist in this society can't get to you anymore. They can't. How are they going to get to you? They've got no way into your life. None. This right here, this phone, it's a portal into your life. You allow these people to affect you. I shouldn't say allow, but they potentially can. And this is so not good for our psychology. No, I think you just got to approach it from the standpoint of, you know, this is my expectation. This is what I need to get out of this. I mean, you control how people make you feel. Like if somebody says something to you, it's like you you can either just let it roll off your back or you can take it personally, you know, and I think that's how you get to really navigate these things because I think at this point in our lives, like this isn't going away. You know, it's not know. going away. I don't so know. all the social media sites, if it's not Zuckerberg, it's going to be somebody else. If it's yeah. not Jack Dorsey. It's going to be somebody else. True. If it's not rumble, it's, you know, somebody's always going to have something there for people to gather together and figure things out. Yeah. So I think, it's a great tool to use yeah. to find out what's going on all over the world. Yeah. But you to see keep the in problem contact. with that though is like there's such a bias. Like who are you yeah, going to, I mean, to get but your news? Like for the like here in Texas, yeah. there was uh, God, where was it? I think it was somewhere in Collin County, a, a school out there where they voted on uh, no pronouns, no CRT. All right. Mm, yeah. So obviously yeah. you're going to have a group of douchebags that get upset because they can't talk about CRT or they can't talk about pronouns. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, you shouldn't be talking to kids about pronouns. You yeah. know, put my two cents in or whatever. Yeah. And then everybody erupts. I think it's hilarious because pronouns in, in themselves is are funny. So if, you, if I see somebody with pronouns, I'm like, oh, yeah, you instantly, you know, they want attention. With, right. If I see somebody like, with a Ukraine flag or a right. rainbow flag you, or that's pronouns, the, that's instantly I don't listen to what they have there's to a, say. There's a rainbow. There's a rainbow flag. Yeah. There's a Ukraine flag. And then there's some pronouns. Hashtag resist. I'm like, yeah. You know what cheat codes in your balls do you push to make you into a different gender? Right. It's, yeah. It's like, that doesn't happen. It's like, you want to teach all these other things in school to children. Yeah. And then when parents step up and say, listen, don't talk to our kids about these things. Yeah. Teach them just the curriculum. basic curriculum. Yeah. Read writing, yeah. arithmetic, history, that, that mm-hmm. basics. Yeah. You know, don't worry about the, do you think uh, the other a lot of our problems stuff? that we have today in regards to pronouns and genders. Do you think that would still be here if we didn't have social media? Uh, Probably. I you mean, think so? you I saw, would. you know, before all this stuff, you still had like golf kids, right? Yeah. So kids, even when I was in high school back in the 90s, you would have these kids wearing like black eyeliner, yeah. you know, with these weird costumes, leather <laughs> trench coats. 
I did that. You know, it wasn't that bad, but uh, yeah, Converse, well, you know, camo pants. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Goth so there was. Room, st- yeah. I think it was building up to that kind of stuff where you have these fringe kids <clears throat> who are looking for somebody to accept them. Yeah, and here you have these people who throw these things out there that aren't yeah. positive in their lives. I mean, having different pronouns and picking a different gender. Yeah, that, that's not going to change who you are. Yeah. So well, in their I mind, they, that makes them different. <clears throat> in their minds, it makes them different, but it doesn't. Yeah. I mean, in the long run, help them out at all. Yeah. I mean, if these people are fifty years old and they're still using pronouns, and they're, <laughs> I, just, they're, I can't like, imagine a grown adult yeah. acting like that. Yeah. No, what you need to focus on is getting a, a very good education, mm-hmm. uh, or learning doing a trade, doing something, mm-hmm. learning a trade, doing something productive with your life, starting a family. Mm-hmm. You know. That's it. Bro, I would you not know, want I to start a family in this day and age. People, I would not want to bring children to the world this t- I mean, at this point in this at, country. Yeah, marriage is hard. No. Having kids is, is tough, but I, I couldn't imagine my life right now without it. And I wish yeah. I would have started earlier. Yeah. You know, I wish I would have started earlier in life with this stuff. So, but, you know, I think that's more important than someone choosing what pronouns they yeah. want people to describe them as. Yeah. You know what? No, I'm not going to play that game. Yeah. You know, and you're not going to bring my kids to the table and start talking to them about that shit. Yeah. So that's no, leave it out of schools. I don't Let's I don't think we'd be facing it. a lot of these issues that we're facing now if social media hadn't been around. I think because I think the biggest thing that social media has allowed to happen is for information to flow at a very insanely fast rate. Because you can literally have something happen in India and you'll find out in America within an hour. Yeah. It's that quick. Yeah. It's that fast. See, I think and the those same things thing are, with I, can be good. Yeah. It can be good. But the problem is, is, I think it's a human condition that what's something that is created that is inherently good can instantaneously, or at least over time, I shouldn't say instantaneously, but over time becomes twisted, perverted, and is eventually used for bad. Mm-hmm. And it's like anything. I mean, yeah, you radio, can look at, newspapers. Well, yeah. you look at as soon as video came out, filming stuff, what happened? Start making pornography, right? Yeah. yeah. And I think. Most people can agree that people are better off without pornography than they yeah. are with pornography. Yeah. So, I mean, using, there's always going to be some evil to some good. Yeah. So it's just how you can, uh, you know, take that stuff in, in stride. I yeah. mean, you got to be able to have some self control with that. Mm-hmm. So it's like exercising and dieting. True. So if you go to McDonald's every day because you're hungry, mm-hmm. You're going to get big and fat and you're going to die early. But if you're hungry, you go home, you make yourself a healthy meal. But without social media, you wouldn't have these fat activists to argue this stuff. Be like, oh, it's not about the diet. It's about the lack of exercise. Like, No, it's not. It's not. It has nothing to do with the lack of exercise. No. It's about the fact you're eating crap. Yeah. And that goes back to if the government was really concerned about people's health. Yeah. That every gym membership would be free. (laughs) Right? Federally funded gym memberships. That'd be be something to look into. Right. You know, that's actually not a bad idea. If we're going to spend taxpayer money, if we're going to spend taxpayer money on dumb stuff, why not create or fund uh, recreational facilities such as like your YMCAs and stuff like that with federal funding? I shouldn't say YMCA per se. And again, the problem is though, it's just to be like yeah, once government gets involved in that yeah, sort of shit, next thing up, you know, yeah. it's it's it gonna be a trash facility. A, yeah. A place where you go get hepatitis C yeah. and a heroin addiction. That's so the truth. It's gotta be you know, I wouldn't even based. I, think I wouldn't have based. government do anything, but I'm just using that you as know. an example that if government really cared about your health. Yeah, they don't. They, they, and they don't. No. They care about money and they're crooked politicians yeah. and they get paid on the back end and they'll write a book and yeah. it'll be sold in China for Millions and millions of dollars. That's the truth. It's the truth. That's the world we live in. But, you know, we've got to be able to use these platforms against them to say, listen, this is 
not everybody thinks like that. Not everybody has a pronoun in yeah. their in their bio. Yeah. You know, that, I, do you think we're going to see a point where this fades away? And do you think this is a fad, the pronoun stuff? Because I think I it think is. we're getting closer and closer to seeing the end of this because people are getting. They're, they're, I think the only way to end it is you start, you start making fun of them. Yeah, you light that fuse, and eventually mm-hmm. you're going to get to the bomb, and it's going to explode. And yeah. People are going to be like, you know what? We're voting these people out. I've never voted in my life, but I'm getting yeah getting, getting tired out, of it. getting out. Yeah. And I think that's what Trump did in 2016. Yeah. People got sick and tired <clears throat> of being pushed around and lied to like these yeah. these lies that these people tell are are so blatant yeah they don't even care i agree and then you have rob reiner talking to bill maher about yeah i saw that the uh, uh we talked about that before the my son hunter video that's coming out it's not um, even it wasn't even well yeah they talk about the laptop but yeah. uh, rob reiner's like I didn't know that they suppressed it. And Bill Maher's like, well, that's because you only watch MSN. He's like, no, no, that's not true. I oh, watch Fox Rob Reiner is the biggest leftist like, out. That yeah, guy's such a, a douche. You're a big leftist who's yeah. been bought and paid for by politics. Yeah. I mean, what would he do without yeah. the influence that he has? I agree. Rob Reiner's a has-been anyway, but even still, he's still, I hate the guy, but as much as we can't deny the fact he does have influence, he does have a he large does. following, but the fact that he would sit there, I don't know who he denies, yeah, because you sit there and you constantly watch one side of this. Right. It's like, they've even come out and admitted, you had that one freaking neuroscientist coming out and saying, yeah, I, we, we, Mark Zuckerberg admitted it. I mean, I'm no like, Will Mark kind of put it, And then Twitter said, we banned it, they censored it. And it's like, well, of course. Yeah. It's like, but you're, I mean, it was on Joe Rogan. Yeah. You have access to all this. It's just the fact that they're they're selectively choosing to ignore this. Right. And it's like, look, if the right's doing it and we ignore it, then we're complicit. We're equally as guilty. I was like, but when and I think ultimately it comes down to one side taking accountability, and that's never going to happen. Republicans will never take accountability no. for the dumb shit that they do, and the left is the same. So right now we've got two flawed parties, and ultimately it's the American people that are suffering over over everything. Right. And it's kind of like it's these elected rich politicians that are screwing it up for everybody. Yeah. And I'm I'm to the point where I'm so sick and tired of it. Self serving. Like, it's, it's, it's yeah. And that's the whole thing. So it's I mean, like I just think people like Bill Barr who I, ha- dude, are like Bill Maher. I'm glad you brought him up because Bill Maher used to be insanely on the left. Because he was one of the guys that he, said, I, yes. you know, if the economy crashes and we get rid of Trump, then that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. I think he sees now that yep. that is such a terrible idea because yeah. Joe Biden is probably the worst person in the entire universe yeah. uh, that could run this country. There's nobody worse than Joe Biden. Yeah. Like, yeah. I I would say Jeffrey Epstein would probably be, be a better president than Joe Biden because he's got more, he'd, he'd had more <laughs> sense be, before he got killed. Jesus. Seriously. I'm uh, not saying he's, he's not saying he's a good person. No, he's obviously, be, yeah. he's a terrible person. Yeah, I but, know what you mean. But this guy's such he's a senile. sack of shit. There was a poll right now. We're going to get to 59%. Well, actually, we'll get back to that. Um, uh, no, I think Bill Maher, again, like I said, he is, um, bro, that guy was so far on the left. He's come more centrist now. And when you're getting Bill Maher, ultra, yeah. and he's still a little bit left. Don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah. But when you got someone that is so, like, Bill Maher is kind of most, I wouldn't say, like, the metric of measuring the left by any stretch of the imagination, because Bill Maher is intelligent. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to felt he's a He's a smart dude. But when you see extreme left, or I shouldn't say extreme left, but left Bill Maher come more centrist, like, bro. There's something to this. I don't even think he's centrist. I think he's still left. I he's think these left, other yeah. people are super but he's, far he's left. He's definitely come more right. Like, they don't even care. Like when you have, uh, well, let, let, let me put it name? this way: Klobuchar he, talking Klobuchar, about yeah, yeah uh, Donald Trump inciting a 
insurrection on yeah. January 6th, which isn't true at all. No. And they keep pushing this yeah. lie. Like you they say push the lie, the, people believe it, yeah. They push the Russian collusion lie over and over and over again. Yeah. These same people are pushing a new lie. They yeah. just move from one lie to the next lie until they say, nope, that's a lie. Yeah, then they yeah. move on to the next exactly, lie. Exactly, yeah. And that's all they have. It's ridiculous. That's the difference between Democrats and Republicans. Democrats will keep lying and pushing their agenda until mm-hmm. they get it. Republicans yeah. will go up there and be like, this is what we're doing. And they won't and, do it. And they'll get up there and they'll yeah. make it, they'll cause a big scene and then they don't do anything. Yeah. And it's like, mm, okay. Uh, or maybe the culture has gone so far off the leftist cliff that Bill just essentially, you know, it's, it's, I think Elon Musk posted a meme about this and it was actually very well done. He talked about that. It's not that people on the left have moved more right. It's that the left has pushed way far left and the moderates have now become like the more centrist and the, you know, the people that were extremely, that were, that were more moderate that went with it, it became insanely leftist. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like they moved the goalpost even further left. Yeah. So it's kind of like the moderate Democrats, they're still moderates, uh, or at least the progressives have become more moderate. You, 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 does that make sense? What I'm saying is like they went more left and everybody that was once considered. Yeah, I don't know, even know that. it's. Le- I consider myself, I don't know. Uh, I'm talking about on the left. I'm not talking about on the right. Yeah, I just, I don't even know that it's. Now the leftist agendas, so, so, maybe they just piggybacked off the left, and now they just the went thing, like completely crazy. Because you think about the yeah. Clinton era presidency. Yeah, they those are the same. Like Joe Biden is the same yeah. person that like well, had the crackdown on drugs. And but you got to remember though, Democrats jail. are reflections of those that are elected or those that are still in office are reflections of our contemporary society. Mm-hmm. So Joe Biden's a reflection, or at least his administration is a reflection of what the left society is right now, which is insanity. But the thing that does <laughs> concern me is you've got insanity on the left and the fact of like child drag shows and something. I'm going to get to an article about that. But on the right, you got these Lauren Bobberts and stuff like that that do concern me about essentially religious zealotry wanting to take over the government. It's mm-hmm. like you've got people on the left going going insane and then to combat that you got those on the right wanting a christian ran government which i'm not for so it's kind of like you got two you know i'm glad i said this because it's finally made its way over on twitter and shit like that remember like a week or two ago when i talked or i tweeted out about andrew tate Mm -hmm. i said you've got andrew tate because of these feminists that you have on the left you cannot create one movement without counter-creating another one. So with all the feminists going out there and man-bashing, man-hating, you created Andrew Tate, and that's what you get. Mm-hmm. Both are extreme sides of this, both the combating each other, but I think most people tend to fall more in the middle to where it's like, no, I see the common sense on both sides, but it's the extremists that get most attention. That's what I feel like it is. So it's kind of like, that's the thing that worries me. It's like, where is the common sense approach to any of this? I don't see it. Because honestly, it's not eccentric enough. People want eccentricity. I don't see it. What I think is strange is when you have people like Andrew Tate who speak up and have that loud voice and start to garner a big following, and then all of a sudden these rape accusations come out oh, against Jesus, them, all yeah. these accusations, and everybody believes it because yeah. at the it's so early in the game. Like, yeah. how do you even combat it? So yeah. they hit you with all these horrible oh, bro, yeah. charges. Yeah. Racism, then, rape, all this stuff. So he moved over to Rumble. I do want to I make mean, this point. Like, we have this one dude in the YouTube chat, this Zangory RC. says, Republicans haven't won the popular vote in 30 years because Republican policies are inhumane, folks. Wake up. If the fact that you constantly want to bash one side and you can't see the other side as well as being inhumane, such as murdering babies, yeah. come on, dude. You're already biased as it is. I don't know what you're talking about at this point. Yeah, I don't you, even, all you want to do is just bash Republicans. There is more than enough stupidity on both sides to say, wait a minute, this whole system is fucked up. You can't sit there and right. just say, like, oh, Republicans, blah, 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 blah. Like, no, dude. There's stupidity on both sides. And the fact is, like, and I've said this multiple times, the people that we see running for political office, this is the best that we've got. We've got 
the, some of the smartest people in the world living in America, some of the best economists, and instead we get Joe Biden's? We, we, get, we get this? We can do better. We can mm -hmm. do way better. But unfortunately, you know what it comes down to? Money. Who's got the money? Who can afford to run? Who can do all this stuff? That's the problem. Yeah. And I understand why the socialist idea has taken root in America, because in socialist ideology, money is not the root of all evil because money does not control people. But unfortunately, socialists don't realize, yes, it does. Just ask Bernie Sanders. Ask He's Bernie Sanders. Three houses yes. You want to sit there and talk about how, like, <laughs> you know, they've got to pay their fair share. Bernie. You're a socialist. Yeah. You're, a, you're, you're a communist. You're, you're general, you're great value communism. So if you fully believe in what you stand for, give your houses away. Give your wealth away, but you won't. Hassan Piker's the same way. Yeah. These open, devout socialists, you sit there and you hammer about this, this, this. No. Practice what you preach. And until then, shut up. And they never do. You never see a rich socialist because they're capitalists at heart. They claim socialism to get all the simps to come in there and support them financially, but they're capitalists at heart. They know this. Yeah. Not, I mean, come on. Let me ask you, have you ever seen Bernie Sanders at like a soup kitchen or helping out homeless or handing oh, out blankets no. or no. somewhere on Thanksgiving, carving out turkey, <clears throat> handing it to homeless people? No, you haven't. Never. You've yeah. never seen that of Bernie Sanders. You want to know why? Because the guy's a fraud. <sighs> they're all he, he doesn't care about people. Bernie Sanders cares about Bernie Sanders. Yeah. Makes me want chicken it's just sad. saying his name, though. <laughs> This thing Gary is a troll. He says the political pendulum is so far right that the center looks left to most. And then he says that Biden is a moderate Republican. That's Biden a is a center right moderate Republican, folks. Right. Well, no, you no, don't know what serious. you're talking about. Yeah, you're banned. You're you're stupid. Sorry. You can either, here's here's the people like you. You just need to shut up and listen because you don't know Biden is a center. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sorry that Biden stood. He stood for hormone blockers for children. He's pro-abortion. Explain to me how that's a Republican dude. You don't know what you're talking about. Anyway, he's banned. But, you know, again, it does go back to the point that we have such extremism on both sides. I don't see a way out of this because now our political figures are just having these fucking Twitter beefs. And it's like, oh, my God. Okay, well, what's getting done? Mm -hmm. Like, what's really getting done here? Because all these politicians are doing is putting more laws on the books, more laws on the books. And here I'm like, like we don't need more laws. You're not going to see. We don't need this. Yeah. The only time we saw real change is when Donald Trump came to office and he started changing things. That's true. That's true. I mean, I, I don't agree with the pushed vaccine. I agree. Yeah. I don't think the vaccine. I don't think there ever should have been a Trump was wrong on that. One. I don't Trump think there ever should have been a, wrong. A, yeah. the, the loans out to people. No, I agree. Yes. So all that was terror. Like, handing people checks. Oh, my God. Getting st I mean, wow. it was set up for, uh, what, crime right out of the gate. So. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But as far as, you know, low gas prices, energy independence. We had it. New trade deals. Yeah. I mean, a border wall. I, I mean, border crossings were down, like, what, 95% under his presidency? I don't remember. I don't know. It was, it was it about was that high. Yeah. yeah. So Well, Biden even said before he even took office, come on. Yeah, I, mean, I remember him saying that. He said, "Come on." Yeah, so that's and the, what do they do? The Guatemalan caravan, bam, they started coming. Then Biden's like, "Oh, but he was whoa, right. Trump not was like right. that. Not it's like that. that. It's not that hard. Like no. all these things aren't that. You you put the right people in the right places to yeah. get things done. That's all you have to do is, is delegate these yeah. responsibilities well, to people who know what they're doing. Not just that, but also ignoring the public outcries from yeah. the extreme idiots out there. I'm that's sorry it. if you're young. I don't want to hear what you have to say. You're stupid. You don't know what the hell you're talking yeah. about. It's these. It's it's Twitter. It's Twitter and these social media platforms. They go in there and they bombard. They, they bot bombard people saying, "Oh, this is an outrage and outcry." And you realistically look at it, it's like who are you people yeah like i'm sorry i don't give a shit about what people in germany have to say about our border 
I don't yeah, give a fuck what you have to say. Like, right. y'all don't matter. Not even a little bit. Absolutely. The ones that I care about are the people on the southern border. And the majority of them yeah. say, we want a border wall because we are impacted by this. Cartels, what if there was yeah. an issue over with Canada? Yeah. And then suddenly the northern states start saying, hey, man, we need a wall because yeah. these Canadians, they're, they're having a problem. Well, what right does the southern states have to say? Like, yeah. no, you shouldn't be allowed to build that border wall. It's like, dude, you're not even impacted by this. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. That's why I believe more in states' rights versus federal. Yeah. If Texas wants to build that wall, build that. Like, what is... Abbott, come on, bro. What are you waiting for? Do it. Finish you've already, it. You've, you've created Operation Lone Star. You secured $40 million. Fucking build the wall. Like, and I then start treating them like the criminals they are. I can't imagine it. And then you get these influencers on TikTok. There's no such thing as an illegal human. Uh, yes, the fuck there is. Yes, the fuck there is. <laughs> Go over to Iran. Go over to Iran. Cross that border and see what happens. Dude, Go I, try. Just I, because you don't want it to be doesn't make it so. Because there's this world that exists on social media. And then there's this place where the rest of us reside, which is called the real fucking world. And you're going to find out real quick, fast, in a hurry. If you try to, you know, go to a certain country without a passport and you get in there and they find you, they're going to lock your ass up. Uh, Russia, go yeah. see there. Well, how about go to uh, county lockup for a weekend just to see what that's like. There you go. And see if you change your mind about border security mm-hmm. or just security in general or funding the police or whatever. Because nobody wants to see real <laughs> life. See if you, when you come out, you're like, you know what? Yeah. Maybe, maybe we should be fucked. <laughs> they really aren't sending us their best. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, maybe, what's, maybe what's, the status on, um, what's the status on Brittany Griner? I haven't heard anything about her in a while. Is she still over in that Russian prison or did she already come back and they just kind of secretly traded her and they didn't want the world to know? I thought it was like, uh, De- did Dennis Rodman go over there? Oh, is that what that was? I saw a brief article about, because everybody's yeah. like, this is who we're sending over. Like, hey, uh, if it works, uh, he it went to works. North Korea. He went to North Korea. I'm at a loss for that. How That's Kim Jong Un would be a favorite of, or, or Dennis Rodman would be a favorite of Kim Jong Un. Like you wouldn't think that, but uh, okay. I mean, you got to play to your strengths, and if that's a strength, you play that. That's just that's what you got to do. Huge basketball fans over there. There you go. You said Dennis I, I Rodman like, didn't go? I like I how Katie did. in Twitch chat said, how about instead of 87,000 IRS agents, we, ha- we hire 87,000 Border Patrol agents? Makes sense to me. Yeah. yeah. Um, here we go. Uh, the curse of Kamala, Vice President Harris's desperate wi- uh, winless streak, continues after NASA scrubs Artemis launch. Vice President Kamala Harris's desperate winless streak continued Monday after NASA scrubbed the Artemis launch due to an issue with one of the rocket's four engines. Harris, who chairs the administration's National Space Council, has planned to attend the launch with second gentleman Doug Emhoff and deliver a speech about the United States' leadership in space and historic nature of the Artemis missions. The purpose of the missions are to land a black person and woman on the moon. (laughs) You're fucking kidding me. You are kidding me. Oh my God! Is this is this? No, no. But the mission was scrubbed after technical failure, and Harris's big day was postponed. Besides delivering the speeches, it is unclear what exactly Harris's role is at the chair National Space Council. There have occasionally been snickers about the fact that the VP chairs the administration's National Space Council. Political Playbook reported. Um, you know that's a big scam. Are you kidding me? After the launch, Harris was reportedly scheduled to inspect some of the equipment to be used in the upcoming moon missions. Why is she she inspecting anything? (laughs) Hey, guys, uh, we got Stevie Wonder coming in to inspect our... We don't know what a woman is, but let me take a look at that Exactly. Suddenly she's like a freaking... Yeah, she's an astronaut now. She's a NASA scientist. Get the fuck out of here. uh Let's pop the hood on this, baby. You gotta be kidding me. The mission of Artemis is to put a black person and a woman on the moon? 
What purpose does that serve? We are literally spending billions to virtue signal yeah. to the world how woke we are. Let me tell you, nobody's nobody going gives. To the moon. A, there's not a single Russian civilian like, you know what? The the Americans they put black men on moon. They are very woke, very very good. They don't give a fuck about that. Yeah. Half America. I mean, seriously, if we looked at how much this is costing the taxpayer, that's, come on, folks. That's this the is. Thing. Oh, I'm so ready for this woke generation to just die off. It is so, we have grown, we are living in idiocracy. We are living idiocracy. You are literally doing a space, that, I'm sorry, I can't believe that. There is no way. There is no way we are spending, or that mission is focal, the focal point is to put a black man and a woman on the moon. It can't be. Gotta do it. It can't be. It's gotta happen. It, there's just no way. I'm gonna be the first one to say that nobody's going to the moon. I, I think Hobo Chili has a good point. He says, I, I think they're, they're gonna plant the flag of Wakanda. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god e Bombay. <laughs> oh my god you gotta be shitting me uh, and then the next one they're gonna send up is a gay trans person and yeah. then a child of color it's like oh good lord harris has also failed to secure the southern border after president joe biden handed that responsibility over her in march of 2021 this is true remember we talked about this on the show like, he basically, and then what did she do? She went to Guatemala to try and say, hey, <laughs> don't send them. <laughs> and they came anyway. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Conspiracy Bear said, breaking news, Moon was just hit by the first drive-by. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. Oh, that's fucking horrible, but it's so funny. It's funny. I don't give a shit. It's funny. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. Hmm. And they were going to send the first woman, but unfortunately she got lost and refused to ask for directions. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't find her keys. Couldn't find her keys. Oh, my God. Uh, Harris's poly fa policy failures add upon her lack of ability to communicate with the American people. In March, the vice president rambled about the significance of the passage of time during a speech in Sunset, Louisiana. She mentioned the significance of the passage of time four times in 32 seconds. She's true. She's right on. Did you, if you listen to that speech, you're like, what? the hell is she talking about yeah i can't believe she's the vice president honestly. bro we like, have we uh, have idiots running this country you've got a senile old man like watching her give a speech is like watching somebody talk for the first time yeah <laughs> but she just learned what can sentences you say are carrots? can you say carrot for me come on <laughs> Ka -wa -wa -wa. Ka -wa 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 -wa. oh like she's just she's trying she's, oh bless her heart she's trying give it a good shot there good grief all right kamala uh, DOJ tells court it found limited attorney already talked about that. Uh, yeah, what we were talking about before, 59% uh, believe Joe Biden should release cognitive test. 59% uh, of voters believe President Joe Biden should take and release a cognitive test, according to McLaughlin and Associates polling published Friday. The poll asked, do you think Joe Biden should take a cognitive health test and release it publicly? 59 said the president should release a cognitive test, while only 30% said he should not. 11% declined to answer, a.k.a. don't give a fuck. Basically what that means. Mm -hmm. um, since McLaughlin and Associates started polling, the decision in December of 2021, about 60% of respondents have wanted Biden to release a cognitive test. According to an April poll, a majority of the voters that Biden is unfit, they said that Biden is unfit to be president and they doubt is mentally, uh, they doubt his mental ability. 62% said he is not fit to be president because he is too old. I wouldn't even say it's because of his old, it's because he's, just, he's fucking senile, which I guess could be attributed to age. I mean, it is, but still, you get what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. um, now, when I first read the title of this article, I got a little happy. It says Taliban shows off pride. I was like, wait, what? 
No. Gay pride? I, that's what I was thinking. But I finished it. It said, Taliban shows off pride of its military, the martyrdom brigade. I was like, boy, did that go the opposite direction. <laughs> Imagine like, hey, guys, check out my suicide vest. It comes in pain, chartreuse. <laughs> it's so explosive. Oh, we just got all this new equipment from Afghanistan. It's yeah, right? Wonderful. Oh. And in the photo, the dude's rocking a saw, an American saw. Taliban <laughs> He's fire. wearing a Biden-Harris uh, <laughs> t-shirt. <laughs> Biden Harris 2024. Oh we need it. The Interior <laughs> Ministry of the Terrorist Government of the Taliban advertised in a news conference on Sunday the development of an armed forces wing dedicated to suicide bombing the martyrdom brigades, calling the bombers our source of pride. Man, we could use a few of them here because I know exactly where I'd send them. I know exactly where I'd send them. Hmm. I got to get this article out of the way. I, I got to read it because it's... Uh, well, maybe I didn't, I didn't have it. I posted it on my Instagram page. There's a town in Texas, uh, Northern Texas that I think over the weekend, there was a drag show, child friend, friendly drag show that was guarded. And this is how crazy we've gotten folks. It was guarded by armed Antifa. Antifa at a town in Texas stood out on front of this bar that was hosting a drag show where apparently there was partial nudity. Um, armed with AR-15s and were defending it. What the fuck? Hmm. I would throw a suicide bomber right up the middle of that. Take them all out. I don't um, know. I, uh, I, I obviously don't agree with it. Yeah. But if it's a private group and that's what they're doing on their own time. For then, children? Then there's nothing that I feel like I should be. I mean, what about the children? I think I it's terrible. Like if we're like if we're sitting here saying that liberals should not be allowed to murder babies, should we suddenly then say liberals should be allowed to sexualize their children? I don't know. I think it's you really start to get into. Uh, no, I think that's some, child abuse. A slippery slope. I, mean, I know it's a slippery like if, slope. If there's yeah. nudity involved, yeah. I, you know, I'm going to say no. Like that shouldn't be. They, like kids shouldn't be able to go to a strip club. I agree. Kids yeah. shouldn't be able to go to a bar. I agree. And all that stuff. But why is it making it okay for a drag show? Well, like, I don't get where parents think this is an okay thing. But the fact that you have armed and Antifa parents out there, like, where's kids the there, DOJ then on it's this? It's not going to matter what anybody else says. Like, you could yeah. go up there and, and pick it and yeah. all this other stuff, and it's not going to make a difference because these, these parents are terrible people already yeah. if they're going to take their kids to something yeah. so... <clears throat> yeah, perverted. I'm sorry. It was Anderson Distillery in Roanoke. Um... And Grill and yeah, Anderson Distillery and Grill and Roanoke. The owner's son is a drag queen and held the show there. Go figure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the funny thing about that though is like Antifa, they sit there with the AR-15s. You pop, you fire one round, those douchebags are gonna run. They're gonna run. There ain't no way they're gonna sit there and go toe to toe. But for those that didn't know, there was a three-story parking garage close to it where they had positioned snipers, supposedly. Funny how Democrats suddenly love themselves an AR-15. Yeah, I mean, to me, that sounds very hypocritical. Since very. They're walking around wanting all this gun legislation and mm-hmm. then banning assault rifles. Yep. AR-15s. I don't, want to, I don't like saying assault rifle. It's not, yeah. yeah, yeah it's, it's a rifle, yeah. It's a rifle. <sighs> but speaking of the Taliban, I would definitely take those suicide bombers and that pub, gone. Hit it. Hit it. That's what you get for being there. Um, it's disgusting. This is these are groomers, and now you have armed Antifa. Like I'm, I'm to the point where it's like DOJ, where are you at? Cops, where are you at? Justice, is there any justice? These are children. Mm-hmm. These are children, and they're okay with us. Yeah, and right. of course, you take one look. If you go on my Instagram, you can see the image there. Um, 
the image is of this uh, clearly fat dude, just disgusting. Armed Antifa or Antifa armed with AR-15 guards, kid-friendly drag show in Texas. And you've got this fat blob. He's hideous. He's dressed in some leotard with a unicorn horn and some weird shit. Like, just disgusting. These people are freaks. Who's one, like, guarding? No, no, no. That's one of the drag performers. Oh. And you see Antifa, a bunch of skinny little dudes, guards sitting there, standing there. It's like, you're sitting down. It's like, you're not even really guarding. You're just sitting there, show of force. All it takes is one drive-by, and they're done. But... These these people are freaks. These people should be ostracized from our society. They are not yeah, normal. I agree. I mean, it, it is, and again, this this article just goes to show this is not left versus right anymore. This is legitimately good versus evil. It is. This is good versus evil. Any person that would take the side of Democrats or whoever these people are, because you know the other things. I know a lot of Democrats that don't support this either. Right. This is the extreme left, mm-hmm. and this is pedophiles trying to latch onto the LGB and trying to get it normalized. This is disgusting. This is good versus evil. And when the DOJ, when the police, when the very same people that are sworn into office to protect and to serve the people are allowing the sexualization of children at these facilities and these shows, I think it's well within the right of the people to arm up and take them out. I think it's disgusting. When the law no longer does its job or do what it's supposed to do, then what need have you of it anymore? Why? Why do we have cops? Well, why do you exist? Yeah. If you're not there to protect, where's CPS? Where where are they at? This yeah, is nuts. I, I mean, those are all va- very good questions. Like, CPS should probably be involved. Oh, 100%. Uh, and like I somebody mean, in the comments, Laura Williams, thank you, had even said that there have been numerous drag queen performers that come out and said, children do not belong at our shows. Right. And I respect them for that. Those are the ones that I, yeah. can, I can tolerate. Yeah. I can believe in your 100%. The ones I do not tolerate, I would never tolerate, are these child targeters. This is disgusting. Yeah, I think we've seen it already with that one that was hired by the state to go to a school who was found guilty of child pornography. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, remember I that mean, one. That's, yeah. that's not disgusting. out of the uh, realm of possibility when you bring yeah. somebody in to sexualize kids that they're going to be mm-hmm. a pervert themselves. Are they so. too busy investigating parents at these school board meetings right. accusing them of being domestic terrorists? Yeah. Like, this is nuts to me. This I, is disgusting. I think it's a good question um, to figure out how do you combat something like that because again once a parent is all in Mm -hmm. on drag shows and take their kids to drag and being about open love and all that stuff then if you go i don't want to show you as a bystander i think there's only so much you can do i don't think these are liberals though these these are the filth i just don't think violence is going to help anything in that aspect of it like they they could go up and they can arm up and i think it will i 100 percent think it will when you're not going to change anybody's mind going in there and like you're not going to change their mind as it is though yeah you're dealing with insane people the only way to get rid of insane people is you kill them that's the only way I'm, I'm, I hate to say this. I'm being serious about this because we saw the same in the Middle East. You cannot negotiate with a terrorist. You're not going to sit there and try and change the mind of a Taliban person. We tried for 20 years. Not unless they still, like, when they start to bring that shit into schools mm-hmm. and they want to start, like. Which they're trying to do. Yeah, when they start to push on that, then I think everybody has it well within their right to mm-hmm. stand up and say, no, that's mm-hmm. out of bounds. Not Whatever you do on your <clears> free time, that's on your free time. Mm-hmm. Okay? Just like, I don't want you to come over to my house telling me how to pray. What I want, what I'm teaching my kids, or anything like, yeah. So, two different things. Obviously, I'm not going to agree with private drag shows, but when you start to bring it into the school, then we could have a different conversation. But I just don't think you're going to go over there and oh, like no, wait a minute, arm though. up and no, like start on. a fight. No, hold on. So let's let's take this a step further. So you're saying that what if it's a private event where they are actually having sex with children? Yeah, that's illegal. 
then obviously so is, it's what illegal. Is, what about exposing a child to pornography? I, I think it should be illegal. If what that's about, what's what going on. Is it illegal? Yeah, it should be. It, yeah. I, yeah, it, it's if it is illegal, yeah. Then <laughs> I would say that CPS should probably go in there and take care of things. But so, they're not, and that's, that's the problem. That's what yeah. the law enforcement is for. It's not for private citizens to go over there and start you know, poking around and be like, you know, what cops should do is walk in there and say, yeah, we just heard there's some salacious things going on here. I'd like to take yeah. a look around like cops normally do, but right? But they're not. That's the problem. So when they're not, it's up yeah. to the community. Well, they could, people could call in, make complaints. That ain't doing anything. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm, dude, I know where you're coming from, and I yeah, wish it was that it. easy. It ain't going to happen that way. Let's just, uh, you know. And we're going to watch. We'll see what happens. But, I mean, the fact that this happened in a town in Texas I seriously th- think they're trying to take. A, they're making a push to make Texas blue. Tr- turn a blue. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So, I think Governor Abbott really needs to uh, do his due diligence. As I think far Abbott as should get involved in that. Voting yeah. security is up to par. I think they should yank their liquor license. Should, the should. fact that you had children at a distillery isn't that illegal? Wait, yeah, isn't that illegal? You're not allowed to bring a child to a distillery, are you? I don't think so. Because you can't bring a child to a bar. Again, that would be. A, a really good question for your cop buddies too. Yeah. So I, I mean, I know it's disgusting, but this is what happens. And again, this is good versus evil. These people are just these are demonic people. And, it, and you'd think this would be really in the police department's wheelhouse. Yeah. To go over there and be like, yeah, these are the same people who are wanting to fund you. Yeah. You know, my, go over there, kick the tires, see what's happening. Yeah. Make sure there's no illegal activity going on. I think on. you're definitely well within your right of saying, hey, we have some probable cause here because when we see children outside of a bar and you see grown people dressed inappropriately, I mean, come yeah, on, man. This is, is that this legal is... for somebody to post up in a sniper position? Yeah. It is? Yeah. Because here's the thing. What makes so us... I could go up on my roof and just sit up there with a sniper rifle and just... Mm-hmm. You're not you're not shooting anybody. Moving around the neighborhood. But somebody's... Uh, Obviously, you're going to probably call the cops. Oh, like, hey, there's a guy up on his roof with a yeah. sniper rifle. You might want to check it out. So they're going to come out and see. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. You and think and the they would well would... be, they'd be justified in doing so. It's like, why are you on this roof? Like, right. what are you about to do? Uh, but at the same token, you standing there with a gun on top of a roof, yeah, is it suspect? Absolutely, it is. Yeah. Well, that, let's not play stupid, but you're still well within your right to do it. Yeah. A, another open door to go yeah. over and be like, hey, guys, what's yeah, going on? True. And be like, uh, are they doing a child reaction with their yeah. kids? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to have to shut this down because that's illegal, right? I just think it's 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 disgusting, and the fact that they're trying My to justify this, anyway. it's, I mean, it's crazy to me. What town was it? Roanoke. That's not too far. Is, that, is that close to here? It's, they said it's northern Texas. Yeah, that's that's not too far from uh, from here. How far? Maybe like an hour, something like oh, that. Damn. Yeah, it's not far. I can't believe that. The Interior Ministry of the Terrorist Organization or Government of the Taliban advertised a news conference on Sunday the development of an armed forces wing dedicated to suicide bombing the martyrdom brigades, calling the bombers our source of pride. The Interior Ministry praised the would-be suicide bombers on the same day the Taliban Defense Ministry accused Pakistan of allowing American drones to fly out of its skies to conduct operations within Afghanistan, condemning the measure. A notable accusation in the aftermath of an American drone strike killing Ama al-Zahari, an elderly head of al-Qaeda in Kabul in early August. Um, here we go. Uh, Taliban jihadists who have for decades maintained cozy relations with al-Qaeda have denied having any evidence of Zahari was in Afghanistan and claimed they had they have yet to find his body. I mean, I mean, come on. Come on. 
You gotta love this. Could this podcast be any more boring? Well, then why are you watching on YouTube, loser? Where's your podcast? You don't have one. Bye. Um, <laughs> Taliban jihadists began their rule by promising the world that their return to power uh, would be more inclusive than the regime they. Pre- <laughs> wow, <laughs> you still you're still suppressing women, dude. <laughs> We're not going to be that misogynistic, but you know, you know, like 80, we're going to be a little bit more like 80, inclusive. 20, like 80, 20, 80, 20. Yeah. We're, we're going to let them take, you know, we're, we're going to let them take <laughs> quartermaster. No, they're not even going to let them do that. That's so funny. Okay. You can bring the master just below your nose. <laughs> <laughs> This is something I would never thought I'd ever read. Uh, the Catholic League, white liberals are the real white supremacists. Jesus. Catholic League President Bill Donahue said Monday that white liberals qualify as the worst of white supremacists because they don't believe blacks have the ability to raise themselves up by themselves. In this way, white liberals express a deep belief in the inherent inferiority of blacks, Dr. Donahue wrote. Um, While right-wing white supremacists are too few to really matter, the nation teams with well-educated white liberals who have become the real white supremacists, he declared. Listen to this. This is good. Liberals, he continued, have given up on the equal opportunity and have given up on blacks, which explains why they are constantly dreaming up ways to mandate equality. As a case in point, Donahue asserted that the interim report by the California Task Force to study and develop reparation proposals for African Americans is the most comprehensive summary of liberal white supremacy available. Among its paternalistic proposals... Uh, the interim report seeks to exonerate black deadbeat dads for all past due child support, Donahue observed, which constitutes a big win for irresponsible black men and a big loss for black women. All blacks in California should be allowed to send their children to any college free of charge, the report proposes, along with eliminating punishing for black males with disciplinary problems. Regardless of income, all blacks should be entitled to free health care to be funded by taxpayers, the report insists. This program is a textbook example of the way well-educated white liberals think about blacks, Donahue wrote. He is 100% correct here. 100% correct. Mm-hmm. The uh, paternalism is a race in intent and effect reflecting the kind of thinking that assumes blacks are inherently inferior and cannot succeed without benign intervention of whitey, he concluded. Bro, nail on the head. Nail on the head there. Imagine thinking that they can't do it without you. You have to man- And imagine thinking that black people should have access to school, free school. What? What? You want to talk about just, oh, my God. Huh. That's nuts to me. It really is. That's nuts. You know, we were talking last week about how uh, black people were paying more in student loans. Mm-hmm. So that's what they were claiming. That's what they're claiming. Yeah. And let's say that's true. Let's say they are paying more yeah. for student loans. But you have to go back to the uh, – I was talking to a buddy of mine. He brought up a good point that um, you know some of these people get into uh, colleges – not on their own merit, but because of their skin color. Yeah. And that kind of does them a disservice because mm-hmm. they get into these uh, colleges where there's a lot required of them mm-hmm. academically. And because their skill set might be uh, <clears throat> better suited 
for another college and not this particular college that they have to keep taking courses over and over again. Yeah. Like, oh, that's a pretty good point. It's also another example of why federal involvement right. only is going to help increase the cost of tuition. Right. So and here they might thrive <coughs> at University A. Here mm-hmm. they go to University B where, you know, somebody else should have gotten their spot. Yeah. Uh, and they do poorly. I agree. So they're not doing anybody. It's a, the same a reason why a lot of these yeah. colleges, I shouldn't say a lot, but some colleges basically are going after Asian community because they are dominating mm-hmm. the academia field because yeah. their culture is so devout towards, you know, you are going to study, you're going to make something. Yeah. Oh, by the way, you remember that Um, <clears throat> he was an Asian gentleman. He was the Navy SEAL doctor and astronaut. Did you see that meme a long time ago? Or maybe not that long, but he, he, he was literally, there was an Asian dude, I forget his name. Um, and he made the rounds all over the internet. He talked about, or the meme is basically, and it's real. He was a doctor, he's an astronaut, and he was a Navy SEAL. This guy is a fucking badass. I think he went on Joe Rogan's show, and that guy is miserable. He was like, he basically, I shouldn't say miserable, he's like, his family pushed him mm-hmm. hard. And basically, like, you almost, you kind of like feel bad for the guy. It's like, you've accomplished a lot because your parents pushed you to do it like hardcore go watch the episode it's really good i watched a few clips on what he was talking about Is that rogan said, yeah because everybody was like dude because i've seen the meme and it's this guy in various different roles I'm like oh my god talking and you know and then the funny part about it was like and his asian parents are still not satisfied he's like he's still not good enough for them mm. it's like oh so you're a doctor astronaut navy seal your guess. uncle make more than you <laughs> it's like his name is johnny kim is it johnny okay when are you going to law school? Yeah, but this dude, it's like, my God, dude, you've accomplished so You've like, that's like, you're in the top 1%. If, if not, you're yeah. the top tier. I figure if you like, just Bro, focus astronaut, on like Navy one SEAL, thing, doctor, holy fuck. You probably f- figure out a cure for cancer. Oh my God, yeah. Just focus on one thing. Put this guy in the White House. My God. I get it, yeah. Yeah. Get but it's, it, it just, it served a point that you would think this guy is like top tier, like emotionally. And from what he was describing, it's like, he's not happy. Mm-hmm. I was like, bro, that sucks. That sucks. But he's accomplished so much. It's just weird. That made me think about it. Um, uh, multimillionaire pop singer that's black, screams about something. He's a fat fuck, whatever. Uh, okay, Joe Rogan says he would tell people outraged by COVID-19 restrictions to vote Republican. Um, Rogan said he hoped that there were lessons learned. Joe Rogan, joined by Green Bay Packer Andrew quarterback Aaron Rodgers, said that he would tell those who lost business due to COVID-19 restrictions to vote Republican on Saturday's episode of the Joe Rogan Experience. Uh, Republicans were equally as guilty. What are you talking about? Greg Abbott shut Texas down. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest here. This was not a the ratio from Republican to. I mean, after it, the fact, it favors after the Republicans. Fact. Yeah, after it still the fact. does. It still favors. Are you still have like California? Are they still yeah. talking about bringing masks back? Yeah. Are they still doing it now? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I can't imagine being living in some of these states, but yeah, I think you know he's right. I, I think a lot of these states shut down except for Christy Nome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, prematurely. Yep. So I don't know. I. I, I Wait, no, Florida that. Florida shut down, didn't they? Florida did too. Yeah, yeah. DeSantis shut down Florida. People I'm are saying he didn't, but he briefly. opened he opened him up earlier. But yeah, he still shut him down. Yeah. I think we went there uh that summer of twenty twenty. Yeah, for the uh, fourth of July thing. And it was we'll never do that again. That was it wasn't just that. It was uh I went there on vacation to Destin. Okay. So it was, no, when did we go to the fourth of July? Uh it was it last was, last year? Yeah, it was twenty twenty one. Yeah, and that was a big bust. We lost money on that. We had a um, <clears throat> we had a booth out there at the uh, Fit Expo hosted by Europa. 
Yeah. Yeah, so. that was a total bust. Like, there was nobody there. Because everybody's out on the beach for 4th of July. Yeah. It's like, wait, you're hosting a bodybuilding event and fitness expo on the 4th of July weekend? People don't want to give a fuck about this. They want to go party on the beach. Yeah, I know. So, yeah, we lost we lost a lot of money on that. I was like, we're never doing that again. So, and that Europa is just trash now. It's yeah. not worth going to. It's certainly not worth having a booth. But even still, the events and everything, you were not, it was just like... Yeah, they didn't do masks. You have to yeah. wear a mask. You have to yeah. worry about going in any place. Yeah. Every castle on you. Yeah. So that was a good thing about Florida. And you know, Texas took a while. Yeah. To get back because I yep. think you have, you know, at least in the city, a lot of liberals mm-hmm. to where they would have their sign. You know. Yeah. Oh God. Like wear a mask. I'm like, Dude, I'm Some people in the chat are saying the floor was only shut down for like 15 days and that they weren't fully shut down. Yeah. Maybe they got that one wrong. If not, good for them. Good yeah. for DeSantis. Um. But yeah, Rogan says, I hope there's lessons learned in this, Rogan said, because this is a new thing. We had never had this before. No one who was alive today had ever experienced a true pandemic. I still don't think we have. I don't think that was a pandemic. I really don't. No. And I'm not saying that was some kind of political bias. I really don't think that was one. No, I don't not, either. Not to the extent, or maybe it was a pandemic, but it wasn't as lethal as they made it out to be. I really don't think so. Nope. Um and I'm sad to say that we're fucked as a society because the government, I feel like they fabricated a lot of numbers. I think the CDC fabricated a lot oh, of shit to who certainly did. Oh, 100%. I just, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I think. I don't believe it at all. Yeah, it's, that's weird to me. But. Yeah, just a, it was just a bad flu season. Yeah. I mean, because the, during the swine flu, it was the same thing, right? Easily transmissible. Yeah. yeah. Highly lethal, supposedly. Yeah. But eventually burned itself out. Yeah. Nobody talked about it, and they said it was probably the the worst handling of a flu uh, or a virus yeah. in the history of America. Mm-hmm. And it was Joe Biden who led that up, and they talked about it. Uh, no, they talked a lot about, of that had to do with Trump. They, Trump. No, I'm talking about the swine flu. Oh, 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 okay, my bad. I thought you were talking about COVID. My bad. No, yeah. because they said that uh, they did a panel afterwards, and they were like, "Yeah, anything that you could have done wrong, we did it, mm-hmm. and somehow we lucked out and mm. got through it." It's almost like Fauci's mishandling of the AIDS, HIV epidemic. I mean, come on, man. In the 80s, and you still had this dude. I'm just, I'm at a loss for that. But nobody really knew who Fauci was. That was a big shocker when I Yeah, like, right? I didn't know man, that. Listen to this guy talking about yeah. homosexuals and how they could just touch yeah. somebody to give them AIDS. And that was AIDS was airborne. HIV was airborne. Yeah. It's like, dude, like, oh, my God. And we have the same dude. It's we the have same the thing. same dude handling the COVID one. It's like, wait, if you, like, in the government, in the government world, in my this is me thinking out loud. Yeah. If you have one shot at it and you fuck it up, you're fired. That's all there is to it. He like you're not gonna like bring your car to a mechanic and yeah. then they fuck it up and you're gonna bring it back. No, he stayed on for thirty five more years. I'm just and this guy's gonna get a retirement of four hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year oh, for the man. rest of his life. What the fuck? This one guy would love to spit right in his face. I'd love to fucking kick him in the nuts. But uh yeah. And, and that's the thing. This was gain of function research mm-hmm. that the email leaks proved. We paid them a $400,000 grant in Wuhan mm. to research this. We were the causation. America has a lot to blame on that. But why did it get out? And I still, I know this is conspiracy theory based, but I still, again, what was happening in Hong Kong right before the outbreak of COVID, yeah. a protest. It was on, they were on the verge of a revolution. I remember that. Like they were calling on Trump. Yeah. It's like, Jesus. I think it was a perfect storm for yeah. the release of the uh, the Chinese virus. I'll start, I'll never call it anything else. It's the Chinese it's virus. It's the Chinese virus, yeah. It came out of China. Yeah. 
Yep. Well, last but most certainly not least, Bros star Billy Eichner smears Clarence Thomas and all the homophobes on the Supreme Court in the MTV VMA's tirade. Oh, no. And the reason I wanted to bring this up, normally I don't give a fuck what these little douchebags have to say because they're a bunch of fucking Hollywood elites, but whatever. But this is the exact reason why a lot of the LGB is losing popularity and losing allies because of dudes like this that want to come out there. And if somebody disagrees with you on your abortion stance, then suddenly you're a homophobe. Suddenly yeah. you're this. Well, you're creating it. You're creating homophobia, and it's not even phobia. Mm-hmm. It's the fact they don't like you. Yeah. It's like, we're not afraid of you. We just don't like you because you're a bunch of sanctimonious douchebags. Mm-hmm. So fuck you. That's just, that's the way I feel about it. That's kind of like, I have a lot of gay friends, and you know, and there's a lot of gay people coming out and saying, we don't support the LGB organization. They're bullshit. It's just the same way like with black people in the BLMs. I don't support it. It's right. like, those guys are corrupt. And again, when you have organizations that scale to that magnitude, look at the GOP, look at the DNC, yeah. which once started as something good. Like, look at most unions. What started as good eventually just succumbs to uh, essentially corruption. And you see it with the LGB. So you have these douchebags that want to sit there and they want to lecture the American people at a TV show that is widely watched only by the left. Like who, do you, when was the last time any of you watched like the MTV Music Video Awards? I didn't even know they're still on. MTV VMA, excuse me. I don't watch that shit. <laughs> Like I don't know who's who, still watching. Who watched this? Yeah, so they have to like, like pay people to come and sit in those seats. Bro, the ratings are horrible. They've got to be horrible. Nobody watches the Oscars because it's just nothing but virtue signaling and sanctimonious bullshit. It's like the, shut the fuck up. What was the one where Will Smith slapped Chris Rock? I have no. Uh, was that the Oscars? No, that wasn't the Oscars. That was uh, fuck. I forget. I can't remember, but that that was probably the best. That's probably why they did that so they can get the ratings up, so people yeah. watch it again. Hopes that'll that, happen. That's again. the best thing that that oh. I've seen in a long time. Uh, oh my God, Moose Simpsons! Last time I watched MTV, Eminem was number one on the TRL. <laughs> Dude, that's old. You're old. All right, that concludes today's segment of the All American Savage Show podcast. Again, hey, if you haven't checked us out, go look at Shell Shock CBD. Um, really appreciate the love and support over there, guys. We have some great deals coming out for you this coming September, which is right around the corner. Uh, we're gonna basically, I think, um, do we agree on this for the entire month of September? Any sale over $50 gets a free coffee cup. Mm-hmm. So you see this, this amazing cup here, the Shell Shock logo with the bomb on the back. Ceramic, it's great quality. Anybody that orders $50 or more for the entire month of September gets a free coffee cup while supplies last. Once we're out, we're out. We might do a reorder, we'll see. Yep. But you can check that out, and we appreciate it. Help us out. Share the podcast, folks. We don't charge, there's no paywall. This content is free. You know, we do our own shout outs and our own ads for our own company. But outside of that, you get this all for free. So Josh and I spend our time discussing this opinions. We're not experts. We just love talking about this shit. So if you can share the podcast, share it on your social medias. Guys, it really helps out a lot. You're doing us a favor. Help us grow our audience, our mouth. It helps us make more sales. That's what we're trying to do because right now we're combating inflation and a recession. And it's definitely showing right now. So until then, don't forget to check us out on all social medias. And we're streaming on Rumble as well. So. Until tomorrow, you anything to add, my man? You guys have a great day. And as always, you stay savage, America.